Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. babe happy tuesday well happy tuesday if you're listening to this in real time because new episodes come out every tuesday although i do have something special cooking for my listeners more on that to come i wanted to chat to you about yoga today but more specifically about how our yoga practices will ebb and flow Let me give you some context about this train of thought that I am on currently. I was going through my DMs and noticed quite a few messages that were all sort of geared around a similar theme. And the theme was essentially feeling disconnected from your yoga practice or even feeling guilty that they haven't practiced in a while slash not feeling inspired to get on their mat and having a hard time with that. And the reality is that yoga is a practice and practices, like everything in life, ebb and flow. And especially if you're a yoga teacher and you're teaching really any amount of classes per week, maybe not one class, but multiple classes per week and teaching yoga has become your way of survival, I think that it's really normal to start to feel uninspired to devote time to your personal practice. I don't think that it's great. I think that, and in fact, I know that keeping up with your personal practice is so important as a teacher. But when it becomes your way of survival, right, because it's paying your bills, the thought of hopping on your mat after a long day of teaching can feel like more work. At least that's kind of how it started to feel for me, which made me really sad because yoga was therapy for me and my passion and honestly my hobby. And when it started to feel like work for me, I did start to stray from my personal practice. All in all, I think it's really normal for your practice to shift, change, and evolve. I started practicing yoga gosh, what, 14 years ago? And there's been moments where I get on my mat every single day and it feels really easy and organic for me to get on my mat and I do so with joy. But there's also been periods of time in my life where I don't feel inspired and I take breaks. You know, I think sometimes we get caught up in this idea of perfection and looking at things in this extreme way, like almost this idea that if you're not practicing yoga every day and getting on the mat, then you're not yogic. And that's not true. Yoga is more than just a physical practice. And I share that with you in the Yoga Inspired Life program. In fact, that's why not every single podcast episode on this podcast that's entitled The Yoga Inspired Life is about yoga because yoga is a lifestyle. It's not just about your physical practice. In fact, the physical practice is one eighth of yoga as a whole. And there's many different ways that you can practice yoga that don't require you to get on your mat. 
I've personally felt the benefits of a physical practice and I know how amazing it can be. So obviously I love and encourage people to engage with the physical practice of yoga, but I also think there's something to be said about listening to your body and taking a break when you feel like you need one. I don't think that getting on your mat should be done as a task to just tick off your list. And I also think that there is a big difference between, hey, I'm feeling uninspired and I need a break from this, or this practice isn't really serving me best right now. And I don't want to get on my mat because I'm making excuses and not making time. You know what I mean? If you're not feeling inspired to get on your yoga mat, I think the first thing to do is check in with yourself and ask yourself, like, am I making excuses or am I just not feeling inspired to move in that way right now? And I think it's okay if you're not feeling inspired to move in that way. Yes, if you ask yourself and you find that you're making excuses and you're just not prioritizing it, I think that we should not do that, (laughs) you know, and it's time to make a plan to start to incorporate the habit again. You know, go back and listen to the Atomic Habits episode about creating habits. Maybe you need to make it a more approachable habit by simply just committing to getting on your mat for five minutes every day, you know, if you find that you're making excuses. Because if you're making excuses, that is where you need to tap into self-discipline. But, you know, if you're just not vibing your practice, your physical practice, I think it's okay to honor that. Yoga, self-care, and wellness practices are there to make you feel good and add to your life. And if you're finding a certain practice is not currently serving you, I think it's okay to just take a step away. And there's no way for me to know the reasoning behind you taking a pause. But if you are feeling frustrated or focusing on the wrong things, or you're feeling like, oh, I gotta get on my mat or beating yourself up over it. I just want to remind you that everything in life ebbs and flows. We as humans are changing and evolving on a cellular level on a moment to moment basis. So I think that What we focus on and what we feel drawn towards will change and evolve as we do. And that's also why I share so many different practices within the Yoga Inspired Life program, not for you to do them all, all together, all at once, every single day, but instead to have a toolbox, to have a plethora of practices that you're familiar with, that you can intuitively ebb and flow with as they each feel good. Also, speaking of the Yoga Inspired Life program, the last cycle started in November of 2022, and I have been getting so many emails asking when I'm going to reopen the program. And I have been thinking long and hard about this. I always want to make sure that I'm in a good space energetically because I want to hold space for everyone that participates. And I really only open the program on an intuitive basis. I don't plan out cycles. I don't plan ahead. I just reopen it when it feels right. And I was sitting in meditation this morning and I felt this like intuitive download that it's time. It's time to reopen it. And I thought, okay, when do I open it? When would be a good time? And I'm really vibing with a February start date. 
I'm really vibing with that. I think that February is oftentimes thought of by many of us as the month of Valentine's Day, you know, and it's all about relationships and romantic partners. But I, for the last couple of years, have thought about February as a month for me to really focus on myself. And I love the idea of letting it be a month of self-love and self-development and self-growth. And I thought, what better way than to honor that and celebrate that than to reopen the yoga inspired life program and guide people who are ready to create their dream life on a transformational self-development self-discovery journey so as of right now i think the start date will be february 20th that's what i'm feeling 2 20 2023 just feels really really good so if you are not already join the wait list I'm going to be sending out information emails for how to apply to join. Yes, there is an application process and it's not a matter of whether you are qualified to join or not. The application process is honestly just a way for me to make sure that we are super aligned because I only want people to participate who I feel are aligned with the program content and That's because I want to make sure that everybody who participates has a really transformative, powerful experience. It's not about the numbers for me. It's about the experience. So there is a little bit of an application process just so that we can make sure that we are vibing each other. And so, yeah, if you're on the wait list, you will get that information first. How to get on the wait list. If you go on the show notes, there's a link for the program page, which is on my website. And on the program page, you can add yourself to the wait list. If for some reason you join the wait list and you never receive an email, please send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email directly. Again, if you've joined the wait list and if by February 1st, you have not received an email regarding joining the program, contact me because technical difficulties do happen sometimes, you know, nothing's perfect. So Anyway, whoa, I just went off on a tangent. (laughs) I'm really excited about it. It just, I mean, I'm literally fired up. It just came to me today. So I'm super excited to be guiding another group of amazing humans on this journey. However, let's get back to the topic at hand. Taking a quick break from today's episode to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth is a luxury bedding and loungewear brand known for its incredible softness and temperature regulation. Cozy Earth has actually been featured on Oprah's favorites list for four years in a row, and I have to be honest, it is one of my favorites as well. I have a bamboo sheet set in white that I am absolutely obsessed with, and I recently got a loungewear set that I literally don't ever want to take off. In fact, between you and I, I'm actually wearing it right now as we speak. All of Cozy Earth's products are made from this soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabric that is way softer than cotton. As I mentioned just a moment ago, Cozy Earth is temperature regulating, which means it will keep you cool and comfortable all night long, which is something that's really important to me because I am a hot sleeper and temperature regulation is key for getting good sleep. And if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes that I have had with wellness experts, you know how important good sleep is. And I take my sleep very seriously. It's also worth noting that Cozy Earth has a 10-year warranty on all of their products. And they also offer a 100-night sleep test, which means that you can try the product for 100 nights. 
And if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. I love Cozy Earth and I know you're going to love them too. And they have been kind enough to extend an exclusive offer for my listeners today for 35% off site-wide when you use the code Yoga Inspired. I feel like you're going to love everything from Cozy Earth, but I'm going to recommend a couple of my favorites. You must try the women's bamboo jogger pants. They are amazing. I'm also obsessed with the women's stretch knit bamboo lounge tee. It is the softest top I have ever worn. And my latest obsession are their plush lounge socks. Babe, do yourself a favor. Treat yourself. Go to CozyEarth.com and use code YOGAINSPIRED for 35% off site-wide. Now let's get back into the episode. If you've fallen out of habit with your yoga practice or you've found yourself taking an extended break and are feeling guilty for it, first and foremost forgive yourself and remind yourself that this is normal. You're not meant to be one way every day, all the time, forever and ever until the end of time. That's literally the antithesis of being alive. The next thing is to check in with yourself and ask yourself what's going to serve you best in this moment. If you're wanting to get back into your practice, but you're feeling like it's become too much of your job and not enough of your own practice, Is there a possibility that you could possibly scale back on classes and perhaps start supplementing your income a little bit in another way so that you can release some of the pressure from your yoga practice? Or maybe you're simply just not prioritizing your practice. And if that's the case, go back and listen to the episode on Atomic Habits and commit to a more sustainable routine to get you going so that you can start to build the habit again. Or maybe you're not feeling inspired to get on your mat because you're not practicing with a teacher that is inspiring you or that you're resonating with. You know, I've had that happen to me many times where at one point this teacher really resonated with me and then it just kind of shifted and changed which is not that weird because like I said, everything ebbs and flows. So maybe you can start to try out some new teachers or try out some new studios or go on YouTube and find some fresh flows. I think sometimes we can feel effortlessly inspired to do certain things, but other times if you feel like you're lacking inspiration, you need to take action and seek it out and change things up. That's why a self-reflection practice and doing self-discovery work like we do in the program, is so paramount because you need to be able to have a good relationship with yourself and open communication with yourself and clarity around what's working and what's not working currently because that can change. That can fluctuate and change. This is so much of the work that we do in the Yoga Inspired Life program because I have found in my own life personally, this self-discovery work is the basis for everything in life, for relationships, work, wellness, fitness, yoga, habits, routines. It's all created and discovered through the work that we do in module one, which is called Reset to Reconnect, which is all about taking inventory and getting clear and not just clear and deciding on something because of what somebody on Instagram told you or what your parents showed you, but clear about what feels really good to you right now in the present moment so that you can start to cultivate a life that feels good to you and cultivate habits that feel good to you and create a self-check-in practice that allows you the freedom to pivot, shift, and change as needed within your practices. You're not always going to feel motivated and inspired to do everything all the time. I think it's unrealistic to expect ourselves to feel that way. I also think it's okay to take breaks from things. 
the breaks either show you that that thing is not serving you and maybe you don't do that for the time being or the breaks show you like, wow, I actually really need that. I feel better when I'm doing that. That's kind of what happened to me before my actual move to New York City. I was practicing almost every day and I was really feeling connected to and inspired by my practice. And once I got to New York, I kind of fell out of practice with it. And I have still been practicing here and there, more so in the last few weeks, but I'll explain that in a minute. But my practice started to slowly decline and I found myself beating myself up over it. I'm like, I have a podcast called the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast and I have not gotten on my mat in five days. That's not right, you know? And I felt guilty and I felt bad that I didn't really want to get on my mat. And I was really hard on myself about it. And so when I came back to my self-check-in practice, I realized that A, I lost my network of teachers that I really liked to go to when I moved to New York and studios weren't that accessible to me. And so even though I had a really strong self-practice, I was doing literally everything alone when I first moved here and getting on my mat alone just wasn't appealing to me. You know, I wanted to be around other people, which is why I kind of started leaning into group fitness classes because I wanted to have a little social interaction, you know, but I wouldn't have discovered that if I didn't do my self-check-in practice and realize like, oh, maybe the solution is not to just not get on my mat, but maybe the solution is that right now I need to seek out some studios and new teachers because what I need is a little social interaction and I want to get on my mat. So in order to get on my mat, I need to marry the two. You know, I was able to problem solve and come up with that solution. But then what I'll also say is that I say I took a break, but it's not like I took an intentional break from yoga. I just wasn't practicing as much. But over the last few weeks, I've been really drawn back to my practice because through that quote unquote break, I realized that I really love yoga and I really need yoga. And I really rely on the physical practice of yoga to help me feel good in my body and to help me calm my anxiety and to help me feel connected to my body. And that break made me develop a deeper appreciation for my practice. And it re-inspired me, believe it or not, to get back on my mat and to recommit to my practice. This is why it's so important to just do your best to be honest with yourself and go with the flow, right? I was feeling uninspired by my practice and you would think, well, taking a break isn't going to help you get inspired. And even I just said, if you're feeling uninspired, maybe you need to take some action, but sometimes the action is pulling back and then the answer will come. If that makes sense. Sometimes I think I talk in riddles, like it's really hard for me to articulate what's going on in my brain. Like it makes sense to me in my head, but I'm like, does this make sense to other people? (laughs) You know, it's that element of surrender and receiving that I talk about in manifestation. There's no way for me to decide whether the action that you need to take is to do less or to do more, right? That comes with your own self-reflection practice and also being open to experiment. Maybe you do take a little bit of a break and you're like, okay, tried that. And then maybe you start to take a little more action and you're like, okay, I tried that. What feels best to me? Almost become like a scientist and do your own experiment and see 
how you can serve yourself best. Because again, the physical practice of yoga, these wellness practices, journaling, meditation, all of these things, these practices are there to serve you. And they're there to make you feel good. They're not there to just be things to tick off your list and be like, okay, done, did it. Next task. I think it's really important and powerful to engage in them in an authentic way because you want to be there. Is it always going to feel easy to show up for these practices? No, that's where self-discipline comes in, right? That's where your higher self comes in to tell you, I know you don't feel like doing this right now, but you're going to feel much better after this. So we're going to show up anyways. And there's this delicate dance between knowing when to push and when to pull back and knowing how to walk that fine line and dance the dance comes with practice. And that's a personal thing for each individual. So I hope that this was helpful and encouraging and just know that if you've fallen out of habit with your yoga practice and you're wanting to get back into it, you can make a new choice anytime. You could literally roll out your mat right now and do five minutes and be back into it. You can get back into it by just one choice in this moment. It doesn't have to be an hour and a half long practice at this prestigious studio wearing this perfect yoga outfit on your perfect yoga mat, blah, 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 blah. Work with what you've got and start where you're at. Make an intentional choice. If you want to get back into your practice, stop making excuses and get back into your practice. It doesn't have to be perfect. That's why it's called a practice. Okay, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you have an amazing week and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.